You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome on in. It is the latest episode of the Off Air Podcast. Chris Thomas joined, as always, by my fellow 92.9 The Game producer, Stephen Gagliano. Stephen, we will start this week's episode on a bit of a somber note. A local hero, a legend, a guy who has brought so many good times to the city of Atlanta. Uh, it looks like his career is probably not going to end the way that he wanted it to. And that, of course, is one Matthew, Jeffrey, Allen, Samuel, Ryan. Um are any of those his actual middle names? I have no idea. Uh, Matt Ryan has been permanently benched in Indianapolis in a very strange wording by the, the team and the front office and the coach. Uh, but, Steve, it looks like the career of Matt Ryan is all but uh, all but over. Yeah, and you know, part of it's a money thing from the Colts. Part of it's an on-field production thing from the Colts. Part of it is Frank Reich trying to save his job, I'm sure. But I mean, this is this is something that before the season, I don't think many people saw coming. No. The Colts, you know, once they made that trade, the Colts were seen as you know a favorite, obviously in their division, a favorite to maybe even make a Super Bowl run. And just from the jump, this thing just fell flat on its face. And Matt Ryan, you know, given everything he's done for the city of Atlanta, uh, you know, it's hard to say it, but he gave credence to a lot of the people that at the end of his tenure here in Atlanta were saying, man, this guy's done. He's shot. He doesn't have it anymore. And, you know, that's that's what it looked like when you watched him play this season. And it's sad to see a guy get to that point of his career so quickly. Yeah. And then the question becomes, um, how do we handle that here in Atlanta? Uh, it's been a lot of interesting mixed reaction on the radio station the past few days. Um, it's been a lot of, uh, you know, fond memories of Matt, but also like you just said, sort of scratching our heads all simultaneously at the way the situation was handled. Um, you know, you don't you don't usually see a quarterback being shut down for the season um, with ineffectiveness. Essentially, <clears throat> excuse me. I need all right. We need. I need to get a cough button. Apparently, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just sort of been like, man, this is just a bummer. And um, you know, he's he's meant everything to this city for you know, 13, 14 years and to see him sort of just flame out, not even halfway through the season um, in his first season somewhere else is just, it's just kind of strange, Steve. 
It is. And it, it goes to show there's no loyalty in the NFL once you make that next step. Here in Atlanta, if he were to have his were to have finished his career here, I think it would have been handled in a much different way. But now that he's in a new city, he didn't build up 14 years worth of goodwill in Indianapolis. He did that here in Atlanta. So, you know, when he has a minor or whatever shoulder injury that it is, they're just going to say, hey, you know what? We made a deal for you. It didn't work out. Now, hell, it's Sam Ellinger's team. Who would have ever thought that Sam Ellinger is a better option for the Indianapolis Colts this year than Matt Ryan? Again, especially after they made that deal and these you know, these projections and all the experts were saying this is a team that could win the Super Bowl. Or even Nick Foles, who Frank Reich obviously has deep ties with, and he's now going going to be the backup in Indianapolis. Um, so let's get nerdy with it, Steve. How did your uh, how did your show that you were finally a part of for one last day on Monday <laughs> sort of uh, handle the news? So it actually broke after our show. So oh. I was, uh, but I was kind of listening in on uh, on the station throughout the day. I know Andy and Randy were able to kind of get it on the back end of their show. Oh, that's right. That's leading right. into leading into Dukes and Bell, but you know, I think the reaction from the station has been exactly what we've talked about. It, it's balancing, you know, man, it's sad to see this guy end up in this place, while simultaneously saying. Yeah, there actually were signs of that during his last few years here in Atlanta. It was just something that, you know, we didn't necessarily want to admit to a certain degree because you want your team to be competitive. Yeah, I mean, the arm strength certainly wasn't what it was a few years ago. And I think what really killed him is just his inability to be mobile. Um, yep. He's he been a, a statue back there. He's been sacked so many times and still was in Indianapolis. And unfortunately, that also resulted in him leading the league in fumbles. Um, just generally not, uh, to quote my old Yankees manager, Joe Girardi, it's not what you want um, when, when your quarterback is doing that back there. But I think the real nail in the coffin is what you just said, is that there were so many expectations in Indianapolis this year. Um, you know, you had arguably the best running back in the league, a good defense, what was supposed to be a really good offensive line. Um, and you just see it all, all kind of, although they are still in the mix. And I guess that's sort of why they're kind of doing an experiment right now to see if Ellinger can be a spark plug kind of a guy. Um, although I don't remember him being very mobile at Texas. He's kind of a, uh, Tim Tebow like guy in terms of build, he's kind of stocky and. Uh, I also don't remember him being that good. I mean, he's played in preseason action, you know, a, a good amount. And you know, you try not to put too much stock in the preseason when a guy looks really good because it's oh, he's playing yeah. against second and third teamers. When you're playing against second and third teamers and still don't look that good, I, I don't necessarily know what the end game is here for the Indianapolis Colts. I guess his comp for me would be like maybe a Taysom Hill. Um, mm -hmm. If he could provide that sort of, uh, you know, spark, you insert him into the game, you know, you don't ask him to throw it too much. You base the offense around his ability to bowl people over and, you know, make short yardage throws. And But for, for here in Atlanta, I guess it's going to be sort of 
now we got to kind of wait for the official, official, official uh, announcement, and then he'll sign the one-day contract with the Falcons. And um, But I don't know, Steve, am I getting too ahead of myself? Or you think he finds himself, you know, the trading deadline's in like a week or something. You think some team is like, hey, why not? Is, does he go back up Jimmy G and San Francisco, reunite with Kyle Shanahan, something like that? Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. That's actually not a terrible idea. I, I hadn't thought about that. Uh, <laughs> I got distracted. My cat just sprinted straight across the room as I'm doing my this well, from home for the first time. Yeah, you're no longer in the secret 92.9 The Game uh, basement uh, <laughs> update bunker. Right, the, the dungeon that they lock me in when I do yeah. updates. Uh, no, but so the, the 49ers thing is a really interesting one. Other than that, I don't see a team out there watching what he's done this season and saying, yeah, that's the guy that I think we want to bring in. And for him, he's a guy that I've never thought was going to be the one to stick around too long or anything like that. And I think after this season, you know, you rehab the shoulder injury, whatever with the Colts this season, like you said, you retire after this year, sign a one day deal in Atlanta, move back here. His family, you know, grew up here essentially, and I, I think he'll be a beloved person in the city of Atlanta for so long. And this will be one of those, what is it, Joe Namath with the Rams or whatever kind of years that you just yeah. kind of forget about and you push to the side when you talk about that person's legacy. Yeah, the Colts have made a habit of doing this too. They've ended, they've essentially ended like three quarterbacks' careers <laughs> in a row um, with Carson Wentz now being out again in uh, down in Washington. Um, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what happens at the end of the season. It's it's bittersweet because he's he's gonna go to the Hall of Fame. He's got all the numbers. He almost got his Super Bowl, but you feel like he if he stuck around for maybe a little bit longer, the Colts could have been that team to give him that ring. And I think that's something even a lot of listeners and fans of '92 the game would have appreciated to see their guy. Um, you know, make it to the top of the mountain, but he'll get his gold jacket and he'll have a Falcons helmet on when that day comes. But um, strange to see, you got Brady out there still slinging it at 45, but we're starting to see the guys like Rogers and um, you know, now Matt Ryan and Phillip rivers and drew Brees before them. It's definitely a changing of the guard at the quarterback position in the NFL. And uh, the Delhi line counter ticket came up and it was Matt Ryan's number. Yep, and I think people are, are happier to see uh, it starting to happen to Tom Brady a little bit uh, down there in Tampa, like you mentioned, especially in the NFC South. The, the Hall of Fame conversation is one for another day, but I think that'll be a really interesting thing around the league, around league circles, in national media, local media. And I, I'm actually, maybe we'll take a, a stationwide poll of where people think right now Matt Ryan is for the Hall of Fame. I, I feel right. like there there are certain hosts maybe that that I don't think would agree as much as 
as others. So, or maybe we'll, just uh, disagree to have an argument for argument's sake. That's that's another way to go, but you never know. <laughs>